0: hi guys welcome to the tech point Africa podcast and uh, my name is Oganero mo and uh, i'm sure you're wondering why i'm you know the one introducing podcast today but several things happened first of all Emmanuel is away on a program and nifemi and bulu are not feeling too well so please keep them in your prayers and whether you pray or not that i believe in god or not it's Cha good. think about them <laughs> so yeah i'm here with a couple of people, you probably recognize their faces. I have Tim Gosrim. Introduce yourself, please.
1: Hello. Hi. Welcome to oh, the podcast.
0: What is this?
2: Yes. Yinka. Hi, uh, I'm Yinka Awusaya. Yes,
0: so Yinka is our research lead at Intel Point. Are you? Can you see me <laughs> emphasizing IntelPoint? <laughs> yes, because if you don't say Intel Point, Yinka will kill us. But okay, you not kill us, okay, no, but... I'll
1: But a little violent thank Um, you
0: for thank you i didn't i didn't see it (laughs) okay so yeah um before we move on into today's topic so this week has been a bit as we last week there have been a lot of policy changes and for example now they're saying we are going to pay more for electricity are going to for subsidy and all of that i think for the past almost two months i mean almost two weeks we've been paying Five hundred naira to get to Ikeja from Bega. Oh, wow.
1: so yes, on some days it's even up to seven. What was the price before? 300 Three hundred, four hundred. What time of the day? It's actually not up to like double. double.
0: It's crazy. It's actually no, it is now. No,
1: no. It's, so when, when you pay seven hundred naira. Yeah, well, that, that, I've that, not paid seven hundred yet. Precious has. Unfortunately,
2: <laughs> but when you do five hundred, that's about 60, 30, I mean six percent or. Like
0: that's still high yeah that's very yeah, high
1: it is but at least uh, a, a lot of people have said they are paying double yeah so
2: for short trips in my area it's double mm. and the last time okay, I used yes, okay the yes. office, it used to be 400 500 mm. Mm. i did 700 so uh, that's not almost even up to, um, about 40 percent thereabouts. so okay <laughs> mm,
0: my sympathies to everybody facing I can I can definitely understand. It will be well with all of us in this country. Amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So yeah, that brings us into what we're the first thing we're gonna be talking about today. So Chimguazim is going to help us dissect it. You're gonna be talking about the ride hailing drivers and their strike. So they've been I think they went on strike June Mm seventh. Was it June seventh?
1: June seventh or June. Let's call it the warning strike. Using Asu's terminology, Asu is always mm-hmm. giving so warning strike. Of, let's only. just do this first. So mm-hmm. you know and what to plan. We we'll
2: come to the table, and then so talk.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, Chingwa Dream, take it away. Tell us what's happening there.
1: Okay. So two weeks ago, ride-hailing drivers went on a warning strike. The strike ended like a week ago or so. So that's like the strike is over basically. But the reason they went for the strike was in relation to all the challenges with the fuel subsidy that was removed so first they are demanding a 200% hike in the cost or in the base fare for all the rides so they it, this is not just one ride hailing um So they are talking about boats in driver everybody basically um a 200% this hike Um
2: lag ride part of this
1: i think i think lag ride is i think lag ride is really yeah oh so yeah. they want a 200% hike so the um right now they have called off the strike but they are still there's still the possibility so when i spoke with one of them they said uh they are going to call off the strike and then watch to see what happens to determine if yeah. they they've go and to
2: the table and yeah a discussion before they
1: discuss so they've already done that they've had discussions with, with the, i think uber they said they've had discussions uber. with uber and both and they told them so apparently it wasn't just the price hike that they wanted they wanted improved welfare conditions they want to they want the review of the commission they are paying i think they want it to come down to 10 <laughs> percent
2: they don't work they are more like a partner uh, uh like yeah partners.
1: No. yeah but they, they don't w- work they for them they work
2: with, with, with them. them yes you you they you want using them. Retief, <laughs> because i bring my car
1: yeah, they and you bring the customer
2: providing the platform, the platform to for them. Yeah.
1: yeah, so they are demanding for things like that. They also want the commission to be reduced.
2: that commission has been on for a, like
0: for a long time.
1: At, yeah.
2: it, at a point it was dropped a little, reduced a little bit, mm. and then so. Mm.
1: Yeah, so they want that um, commission dropped. And it's interesting the way some people are going about it. So if you've if you hang out on instagram a lot you'd have seen a lot of ride hailing guys coming up and the the i think there was one i saw is he, high, is he high ride or something the value proposition for many of them is a 10 percent commission some i think i even saw five percent commission so what i don't know i mean these guys are probably they're very new so they probably don't they don't have the experience maybe, maybe the market to teach them <laughs> Yeah, you market That's what i 5% is
0: low because come on, I know you're trying
3: to do like customer acquisition salaries. strategies and
0: all of that. Mm-hmm. But look at Uber. Uber still hasn't made a profit and their commissions are that Uber like, is heavy on customer acquisition. They are still yeah.
2: like doing promo on customer acquisition.
1: So I don't know. Yeah, I, I in a way, I think this is um they are solving one, one part of the problem. So the drivers want to reduce commissions and these guys are thinking oh if you give them reduced commissions all will be well but there's also the uh the customer acquisition side you will need to convince me to dump uber or Bolt for uh-huh. you so of course you can always do that with lower prices but if you do it with lower prices we will you be able to um, monitor quality across the board because we also have so even though uber and Bolt are able to they they have higher commissions we still have a case where you enter a boat ride and there's no ac on and we have people come uh are, you know complaining about it yeah. so but yes that's. i don't that's mind it. you don't mind well <laughs> sometimes uh, if it's a long distance trip i do mind but if it's short distance well you know, uh,
0: yeah but coming back uh, to like yes. the entire strike um strike mm-hmm. issue so how are the drivers themselves taking it because i saw so, throughout the, la- the strike i think from the 7th to like 15th or was it was it fifteen the energy? I think. Yes. So throughout the strike, I was mm-hmm. still able to book rights. Yeah. Like I didn't have any issues booking rights. So were people actually going on strike?
1: Yeah. Was
0: there any like what was happening with the drivers themselves? Because I know that um there's a body they call themselves I don't know how pronounce this, it. it. it's one long time. Uh, right?
2: Yeah,
1: Very
0: weird sounding. So are they like is it like they are on their own doing their own thing and the drivers are like, what are these ones doing? Like what's happening with those guys?
1: So, like you said, there's there's an association of, or it's supposed to be association of, I think we call it, um,
0: Amalgamated Union, union of American road-based app-based transport app-based, workers, something app-based. like,
1: app-based, yeah, app-based transport workers. So, there's that union, but what I can say for sure is that every driver is it's on, yeah, is a part of it. I don't know, so I, I don't know what the um, the, I don't know the rules that guide the organization, And how it was formed. So I can't say that it's mandatory for every rider to be on that platform. It's
2: freedom of association, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. So So what happened is the the, after the strike was after it started, the something like this is really difficult to force for you to implement. It's it's Mm -hmm. very difficult because you don't have a database of all the drivers in the country, all the riders in the country. So what happened was this was people some of the riders becoming tax force guys. So <laughs> they go around and this is funny because one, it's not like you see one camera on the road and you know that this is yeah. boat or mm. Uber. Because before someone can beat you up. <laughs> but what they were doing, uh so I saw it from some of their um, communication. So they could order a ride and then they basically just send you around. Mm. That was the other tax Yeah, wasting your fuel because of course you suffered um, to to get it and they did it a lot of them are doing so it was like voluntary because uh i i guess they just believe that if they can get all the drivers off the road that uber will be forced to implement the changes <laughs> but well, what can that really
2: work because it's not like uh, uh a government work civil servant whereby i go on strike and i see get my salary at the end of the month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. this is a case of you don't work you're not getting anything
1: yeah so i so the and this is why the the strategy is surprising right they are like you mentioned gig workers and you only get paid when you work so i i don't know why they thought that if the the moment they get all the drivers of that uber would be forced i don't know if it was you that, that were having that conversation yesterday um so they the, were
2: forced to come to the table yeah. and agree to their terms.
1: But the way I see it, if you stress me too much, Uber will go to the next country. Honestly. Or they shut down but their operations can, can for a few months. They did yeah, that in Kenya. It was, was
2: it, then, where did they so do can, that at one point? But then The issue is not all the, uh, 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 drivers. the riders, yeah, the drivers who agreed to this. Of
1: course, not all of them did. And it, a lot of them complained about the yes, strike.
2: Yes, they intimidated those that did. But then yeah. I don't
1: know. The, the a response. lot of them, so some people said they didn't even know about the strike. Some <laughs> people said, this strike okay so one person said the spirit behind the strike makes sense but the demands do not make sense and yes that's the last thing
0: i was going to ask because yeah. it's 100 increase like what's happening his uh, argument well, was that yes
2: <laughs> you can argue that it doesn't make sense but when, when you look at the fact that the price of uh transportation of, of f- okay. off by almost 160 something percent mm. so like, okay yes at least yeah on the uh uh, uh um rider side mm-hmm. you should be able to pay 100 percent increase
1: yeah but here's the the calculations we were doing earlier about how much it costs us this is none of the none of the price hikes is up to 70 percent yes so
2: so yes the reason why that might be is now oh, this is me playing the devil's advocate on behalf mm. of the drivers <laughs> 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 sorry so um public boss
1: yeah, they have you're a not lot of carrying, people. yes. We're okay. not
2: carrying one person, but if I pick you here mm. and I'm taking you to the highland,
1: yeah, if before I'm, I'm using
2: 10 liters, now I'm still going to use 10 liters. Mm. The only difference now is now like, 10 liter before cost me one mm-hmm. or eighty something, but now it's costing me five K. Yeah. yeah, so to be fair, so well, it's fair for me to ask you to pay, pay more. double. Well, it, and you so asked
0: me to pay double, but you're not going to ask me to pay quad was 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 um was quadruple percent. now for there pi- mm-hmm. yeah. so, so is its is it 200 percent that they are yes, yes. it's not like it's not a hundred percent increase it 200 okay, percent so increase.
2: the fuel the removal of its first subsidy actually make the price jump from 180 to 5 which is about 160 percent increase Mm -hmm. so if they're asking for 200 maybe that's not
1: too bad well here's the problem Uh, and this so this is from me as a user and from some of the drivers one of the drivers we spoke with said um it's not like this fuel subsidy affects a section of the population and doesn't affect every other person it affects affects everyone so the riders too they are having to so it's not like it affects maybe i should put it better It, it doesn't affect just the transportation sector so I went to buy tomatoes the other day and I realized that the cost has gone gone up yeah, yeah, yeah. and this was within the same period mm-hmm. and I've not uh, paid for a lot of other things recently but I'm assuming that every other no, right. thing is going to be yep. affected. If mm-hmm. it's affected, it means that while salary, so GT Bank uh, had to increase the salary of some of their junior employees. It's not happening for everybody. <laughs> so, if your salary is not increasing, <laughs> but your, your expenses, expenses are, are increasing. increasing, the first thing that goes is unnecessary oh, expenses. Like is anything that looks like luxury. So, for example, I may not, I may decide to buy only one sachet of milk. We have been buying two or three, and considering that Uber for a lot of people is just extra comfort, I could decide to use public transport and a lot of nigerians will use public actually, transport
2: actually since um, yes, me um, with my hand. since removal <laughs> of the subsidy <custody, laughs> so like notice the number of cars on lagos road
1: has reduced
2: seems to have <laughs> reduced yes like, because normally it takes us about 40 minutes to get to mm-hmm.
0: the
1: it's now about 20 25 minutes already because there are fewer cars and the there's no
2: money to
0: fire your car a few
1: weeks it was that you couldn't even fire the before yeah now burn, people burn. are like okay well it's costing me more to fuel my car That's so sad. should i do it? so there's a it's, lot it's difficult and maybe they should also Take a leave from what happens in other countries so this challenge of um, commission increasing the price it's, it's not a uniquely nigerian challenge it's, it's it happens everywhere and one of the examples so the article we wrote about it one of the examples we gave was um the case in in new york so drivers in u.s always complain about this i think um one of the reports i read the driver was saying that by the time he's done with all the payments he has barely he has less than a hundred dollars in a day Which he says is barely enough to pay for the things he needs. So the taxi and limousine commission in New York decided they voted for a pay increase in 20 December. I think December 2022. Yeah, December 2022. Well, guess what happened? Uber kicked against it, and they said this will add increased costs to our business. And they went to court and got the and got the judge to actually rule in their Mm favour yes finally the price was increased but, but not as by 10 percent expected it was just by 10 percent and exactly i know you forget that this happened so using the, the, the mtlc decided to vote for a, a pay or a fair increase was because there was increased um, costs in just the us so inflation caused by okay. um, the aftermath of covid 19 and the russia ukraine war was uh one of the things that cost. i think it was last year or was it this year and we we're hearing about rising energy costs especially in in, in europe energy and the u.s this uh, okay, earlier this year so that that was that was like one of the reasons they asked for this and yet uber went so it was uber that did it but the the cost uh would affect everyone yeah. and the driver the the company said oh fine we are okay with a 10 percent increase but what you guys are voting for was way more than 10 percent and to more. So is whether these guys go back on go back to strike. It would be important for them to look at all the possible factors that are coming to, um, like the cost. I mean that so they, yeah, what so determines the cost? It would be important to look at it and maybe relax some of their demands. Because if you tell Uber to um, if you tell Uber to reduce the commission, then that will effectively reduce their revenue mm-hmm.
0: yeah. which, and they're already not making profits
1: yeah, yeah. i don't please. know it doesn't look like something anybody would jump so at
0: so before we move on to the next story did you tell us because i know that they're probably going to go on, on that strike mm-hmm. so what's up with that have their negotiations with the government i with with their people gone how has it gone
1: so uh i think the first the first few days of the strike the the mentioned meeting with Bolt. And they said Boat has agreed to implement a, some of their demands. So they had a lot of demands apart from the fair increase. But they said uh, Boat has agreed to implement some of it. And they're still waiting for the results. So the only, the challenge is that the biggest demand here is this particular um, fair <coughs> increase. And that's the most important demand in a way. So that hasn't been done. And I I, I, I think we mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned it, but Apparently there was there was like a little bonus that was supposed to encourage them to come back, yeah, or heard about those all that. of them who were going on strike to come. Well, they said the bonus was too small, and I think it was I think six thousand naira, but it was dependent on certain. How conditions. many rights
0: you do? Yeah,
1: so um, they were that was one. They also asked them to uh, what was what was the second thing that both did again yeah both actually increased the base fare, and i think uber did the same as well but um we are still going to wait they are probably still in negotiations with both uber and all of that but it's probably well let's see what happens in the next few weeks if they return to the, if they return to the strike or not let's
0: all see. the best to them i don't know if i want to wish them i don't know if no, i want them to, to get every guess so but all the, all the best to them all the best they'll be fine they will be very, very fine. So yeah, moving on to the next story. Um, you're hearing that Nigerian banks have been fined two hundred million naira for data privacy violations. Very, very interesting story. <laughs> so apparently, the new National Data Protection Commission is doing its work fast, fast. Thankfully, should I say thankfully? Should we say thankfully? Uh, well,
1: um, if you are a data privacy both and it is just uh, if if that's your cup of tea <laughs> I,
0: actually everybody should be everybody should be concerned about data be privacy actually about data
2: privacy because if there's a data breach mm. uh and then mm. the data is out there anybody can see it, your bank up and so yeah. promise, and people can just take off so everybody should really be concerned about our uh, uh, data privacy so definitely yeah. i i i take it as a good news for
0: yeah so um back to the story so they've been fined 200 million dollars we don't know which banks because in NDP- ndb is not telling us which banks are being fined but they said that they've been investigating investigating them for over a year so this is not something that they just stood up and said okay let's do something and yeah that's what's happening with them said so that they will probably be finding even more people soon so
1: that's, that's <laughs> not it, not talk about. it's not
2: just banks yeah there's a the number of institutions that are fined
0: yes yeah, so they banks some other institutions but they just they didn't just tell us who it was that was fined they are just i think i don't know why they are keeping those things themselves well
1: i i guess it's it's to protect the businesses in a way so if you hear that your bank had data privacy issues so
2: the, your first instance is to move
1: <laughs> yeah you may, yeah, but
2: they, they
0: it's may also it's trust. important for me as a customer to know what bank i can trust well and what so institutions i can trust so because i'm not going to put my money or give a, an institution that doesn't know how to keep my data um safe my mm. date my, my information yeah it
2: might have to do with the uh um scenario of causes of the data breach in the first place mm. if it's okay yes these people are just it, it happened on negligence yeah. or stuff like that so that might be i don't know I'm just uh, yeah I'm just so
0: some it. of the things they said that they did was that they captured people's data wrongly so people could not access their phones
2: so like, that one it's it's tricky because if i am um, if, I, if i go to my bank for mm-hmm. my uh, bvn capture it's the data that i give them that will be inputted so how is that the uh so if i tell you my name is okay so the full name is online and i tell you zinka because there is no ola before it i can't access my phone so should i be should the company i mean should the Bank. uh, bank now be the one
1: responsible of me well, that's your. That's uh, that's your. That's fault. my.
2: Eh, uh, hey, but then so, which is why I say, like, saying that the bands captured. um
1: it's what you, you give them to. It's mm-hmm. what you give
2: to them mm-hmm. that Yeah.
0: Yeah, but there's also the fact that sometimes, okay, for example, now um, yesterday we went to see Bolu at the hospital, and when I got to the receptionist, I asked them, I came to see. I'm I'm here to see Bolu Abiodun. The lady was confused. Is Bolu. I said, Bolu. She said, is it Bola? I said, no, it's Bolu. A patient. A patient. I went upstairs and actually wrote Bola on his card. He told them, Bolu, they have his HMO. His HMO has Bolu. So I think it's everybody's fault.
1: I think everybody Uh, has. It's tricky to say whose fault it is in cases like this. Because, so except except all interactions are captured, you can't really see that. So, for example, I know that uh, when you go to get your international passport, they ask you to confirm yeah. the data they have. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And I, I, there's usually a CCTV camera in the, in those rooms. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I saw one. There, there's a CCTV camera there, so it captures those does interactions. Does it work? Well, hopefully it does. <laughs> but if the interactions are, are not captured, like this example, how do I know that um uh, bully wasn't half drunk and told them bola. <laughs> that was or maybe they themselves were sleeping. Okay, it's under the weather. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so it so might not
1: pronounce the name properly the name properly, properly.
2: <laughs> and then get captured. And yeah. I would not want to confirm that okay this you are bully or this bola. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: But Mbudu and that seems...
0: Like seems it's... <laughs> <on that>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but the um, the new commissioner, the new NDPC, the new data protection commissioner, his yeah. name is Dr. Latunji. I don't want to pronounce Vincent. your name. Vincent. Vincent Olatunji. Yeah, so he's taking this opportunity to warn MDAs. He's taking the opportunity to warn everybody that's supposed to handle people's data that are coming for you. So, if you are...
2: Well, that's actually right, because me um trusting my data with you
0: because
2: mm-hmm. so, it's my data mm-hmm. and most of it are uh, privacy issue and then you just re- making it available <coughs> sorry uh, not knowingly or even knowingly i mean knowingly without having say the proper security measures in place to prevent uh, breaches um and stuff like that yeah so then you should be held responsible
0: Yeah, because it was not just the whole name thing. There was also issues. um, There also cases where people got their money unauthorized. I mean, deducted for um, um, deducted wrongly because. So mm-hmm. ah, what's mm-hmm. happening? Mm-hmm. En- en- and
2: <laughs> enter back and carry mm-hmm. out. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> And I find it's really interesting, though because I think was it last week the new president Bola Metinibu signed the new data protection act. And um, so I think if last last year I wrote a story about um, the new data protection bureau. So apparently that is what is now the NDPC. If you go to the website, you go to ndpb.gov.ng. It's no more great. NDPB, it's now NDPC. So that's why Olatonji is actually the new commissioner. So they've basically subsumed that into all of that. So the new law actually makes provision for all of these things. If your data is breached, you have to report. That's one thing that is actually very important because if now it's not just um the the consumer that has to do the whole thing the com- the company has to report that okay there's a breach or oh, this was happening or oh, they have to tell ndpc that this is what's happening yeah, which is right which is which is what is they're supposed to do i just accountability yeah i just hope that these companies are actually going to do that okay look at for example patricia they had a hack recently and we are hearing stories that it happened like how many over last year, a year over a year ago and they're just telling us now
2: so, <laughs> so it could be the same uh, uh, case of saying the N D is saying there are a number of banks and institutions that have data privacy issues
3: mm-hmm.
2: and not naming them. So, yeah. the reason why Patricia might not have said, okay, yes, we have data, uh, uh, we've been breached, is saying that at that time, it's a case of you just going to your account and try to move all your funds, which mm-hmm. could... Eventually uh, uh, affect their business and they don't want to they don't want, they don't want to do that it's just okay Let's just try and uh uh manage the situation mm-hmm. and i'm sure by the time they announce or make that thing known they already like manage it and everything is right
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, uh, I hope that everything turns out fine. I hope that because I know that a lot, a lot of experts are worried about how this is going to be implemented, and obviously mm-hmm. we are already seeing it's being implemented. So,
2: uh, well, it's just a case of saying that everybody should uh, uh, um, be on alert. So, you're a company that handles a lot of uh, um, people's data, just to so we'll have a data uh, call data place, protection, data officer. protection uh, uh, officer to make sure that yes everything is intact and you're save you, your mm-hmm. cons- customer or users data
1: i'm just wondering if is there a, a provision in the bill or the act that says every company that gets customer data must have a data yes yes, yes
0: no, it is, is there but if you don't have one they are going to yeah. fine you
2: two two years ago uh the company lawyer
1: data protection a service i mean people are didn't see a privacy
2: if you have a company lawyer in fact so I think then, oh, 20, it was 2019 or early 2020 or thereabouts, so uh, a company lawyer to no, is it the company lawyer? At the meeting, like all t- head of department means, OK, yes, are you collecting? So far, you are collecting people's data. Mm-hmm. Here come mm-hmm. and yeah, they to fill one document, like that to read it and a lot of back and forth. A lot of mm-hmm. back and forth. So this are like, so yes, you do this and then tell you, OK, these are you to put in place to make sure that things according to plan yeah. and then you don't have any bridges and stuff like that so.
0: Hmm. Okay. well so for companies that need to actually like go and get their get their company data protection um, what's it called is it the dpco um real um there's a go certain go yeah compliance so you can go to the ntb NDP, ndpb.gov.ng website you would see um a place to actually start the process if you want to report it that your 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 company is not i be a company is not giving allowing you to change your data you can report there's so many things you can do on the website so please check out the website if you actually care about your data so, <laughs> yeah so moving on um we are living in nigeria now we are moving to somalia Chim says somalia has right. yes somalia has gotten a new QR code standard so why should we care what's happening with that story
1: Okay, um, so yes, they've got a new QR code standard. Why should we care? So why should why we should care? It's because it's Somalia, basically, That's Africa. and it's African. Yes. Okay. So, I I think all of us here probably grew up with this image of Somalia as a com- a country that was always at one conflict or involved in one conflict or the other, and what that what happens in such serious conflicts is. Um vital infrastructure is destroyed. So telecommunications, finance, transportation, basically all the infrastructure you need to have a functioning economy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Somalia has been they've been had they've been hit very hard by this. So um, from nineteen ninety one to about two thousand and nine, they didn't have a functioning central bank. And that impacted them. So you couldn't just send money easily you couldn't receive money easily you couldn't make payments yeah and you could even send money so let's say you're a somali outside the country it was difficult for you to send money home so those were some of the challenges that they had but since 2009 that the cbs the central bank of somalia was sort of reinstated they've been working really hard to ensure that they get the the country back to its feet and basically make it very easy for people in the country to have financial transactions, basically. So um, they started, I think about three years ago, they they launched a national payment system, making it easy for you to send money across all the banks in the country. So that was, that was the first step. And uh, recently, I think in March, March this year, they announced that all banks in the country, I think about 14 banks in the country, now use the international bank account numbers. So with that it's easy for them to sort through transfers. Transfers can be done faster than it used to be. So those are some of the changes that we've been making. So if um if you, you I mean if you were paying attention, I think sometime last month, Kenya also launched the QR code standard. So Kenya is like another East well, African Kenya, country. Kenya,
2: it's when it comes to financial services in yeah. Africa, Kenya. A very large essence, yeah. We are so on his own link, yeah.
1: Mm. Yes, yes. So, I, 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 so the thing is, uh, it's very difficult to like get a lot of data about Somalia. No, no. One thing I could find is the population 60 million people. Um, but the so why, why, why I was interested in this story was for two major reasons. Uh, it's, it's a QR code, it's not just any other payment system. A QR mm-hmm. code, and I found out that about 73 percent. Of the population use mobile money because that's what helps with um, transactions, transfers. Want to say yes. something? To
2: internet penetration in the country is two percent. Yes, twenty-seven 20 percent, according to International Telecommunication um,
1: Union. Yeah, so that's that's why it's interesting, right? If you have a an internet penetration, okay. Let's so let's say somehow somehow you've had a ten percent or maybe ten percent growth every year and you've gone from that two percent let's be generous and say 40 percent which is a it's huge still, leap
2: still, so their um mobile cellular subscription is mm. about 8.8
1: million, million yeah. and
2: that mobile so it doesn't mean that you have um, individual like is unique it's yeah. unique and mm. also doesn't mean they all have internet access. yeah, yeah. So it could just be people using um Fisher phone. phones
0: mm.
1: Yes so that's th- those are some of the reasons why I think it's an interesting development so interesting in the sense that um, it's this is a country that has a like there's a serious need for mm-hmm. a very good financial infrastructure because uh, as we all know finance uh, the the financial infrastructure of the comp- of a country is is like the backbone of the economy. Without it you can't you can't sell, you can't buy things mm-hmm. and it affects everything. So that's why I was looking at that story. And yes, like you mentioned, low internet penetration, we don't have data for smartphone penetration, which people would use to scan this barcode. And the governor of the Central Bank of Somalia um he, he, he talked about this being a move to accelerate um, Somalia to a cashless society. And it got me curious because how do you go cashless when like this is madly frogging here it basically reminds
0: me of african governments and them being out of touch with reality of Mm. the citizens because that is not my problem i don't want to go I like (laughs) i don't have money in the first place
2: access first
1: yeah so before just before now i was looking i saw some data about payment methods globally um i don't know if i can still find it but I can't remember the country, but this is a country in Europe, and um, QR code has, so between, I think 2020 to 2022, QR code payments has just gone from 0.0% to 0.6%, which doesn't look like a lot of growth, if you're asking me. And an African country with low internet penetration, low smartphone penetration, wants to drive a, like, wants to to drive drive cashless cashless policy using (laughs) QR codes. And I don't know why, they, decide, they decided that this was a, a a policy direction that they would they would pursue, but it looks like you're doing all the wrong things because first of all um you will need a lot of infrastructure mm-hmm. which these individuals probably do not own
2: yeah in, in fact infrastructure the
1: infrastructure it's so on the part of the, of people. the users the people. Yeah, that's, that's the, It's that's slightly the on the part
2: of the people because they need phones, your smartphone i don't mm. think uh fish of um smart fisher phone others um nah. fisher phone with a little bit of smart yeah i don't think i don't think they, I don't app think they
1: app do not except have, there are maybe third party apps Maybe Dark
2: I
0: think most of them
2: don't even have third-party apps. The only no, they do. So they
0: have no, like apps
1: maybe like on the on the Play Store that you can download to do. Yes. This the Play
2: Store like. is lim- like it's. It's very limited. A lot of limitations to for those kind of for future smartphones. So I don't think they will have. Because you take pictures with it, and the picture is looking <laughs> all blurry. So how would that now <laughs> read? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. How Thank God. God. Yeah, that's it. That, so, I mean, those are legitimate questions. Yeah, absolutely
2: a um say ussd is it's perfect yeah, it's, it's, it's perfect very good i can i
1: can use it it's, on, on it's 8.8 8
2: million so imagine let's say okay yes 8.8 8 million about say four or five million of that
1: of mm-hmm. uh five million of that are unique subscribers mm-hmm. so how many of them possibly use uh, future phone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even
2: if they don't use future phone, so far they are unique subscribers. Future mm. phone, smartphone. Mm. Yes. Then you know like How many of those are uh, actually need these services? Yep.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it's when you consider that people, a lot of the population in Somalia live in rural areas, like a huge percentage of the population so live in rural areas. They are on. I think. Um, the employment rate is around forty something percent, according to um, data from their Bureau of statistics. I think around forty something percent. Like it's where not up to fifty percent. So, so they're yeah, putting the cuts first.
0: before the host. Like, something like
2: around USSD, if they don't have that already, hmm. will would do way more better. Yeah. will have more impact on their uh, financial system than say let's just take on the US. standard.
0: Like.
1: Well, um, I mean, African countries are always shooting for the moon and hoping they land on. Is he, is he shooting for the sun? i
0: this. moon. I hope he land on the stars, but yeah, I don't okay, think they're yeah, going to land yeah, on any stars.
1: Be <laughs> landing on <everyone>. <laughs> <laughs> mm,
0: But I, my, like Yinka said, I think that they're just they are doing things that they should not be doing at a certain time. Yes, mm. okay, it's important to have a curricular standard, but what is the reality of the citizens that you are supposedly serving? Do they even have money for you to even start a cashless payment?
2: Like it's it's us. I don't know. It's us. It's you know. It's it's, it's, it's African countries.
0: Please do better. Help us. Do better. Help let so that, so that so that we will not come on this podcast this and we are always reality. bashing so, you. Yeah, please.
1: Yes, yeah, even if you, even if you did a QR code, decided to do a QR code policy in Nigeria, you will still be. I mean, you're not really. I, I don't think you will move the needle from a okay yes it's a is a is a more like it's it's an easier mode of transaction compared to maybe a bank transfer mm-hmm. or or maybe a POS payment it's slightly easier is like it the same i just need to use s- internet yeah 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 you you use the internet but for example i don't need to put in a oh, okay 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 a, a yeah you know, you and all you of scan, that. i just scan and then guess the it it mm. yeah. yeah 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 so that uh, is uh, slightly uh, easier but i do not think that a lot of nigerians will rush at yeah that, like,
2: there are a lot of um big <laughs> attitude when it was when they started it was mm-hmm. like yes just kind of um, but what's the usage? I mean and that's Nigeria a country that is like our internet penetration depending on um
0: Who you ask? It's high let's 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 to yeah. somalia to their uh, qr code um uh, was and their cashless payment was let's come back to nigeria we're hearing that Etel has launched 5g in nigeria yes yeah. with a
1: lot of <laughs> with a lot of you
0: know, a lot of um and
1: love letters written between dragging
0: <laughs> so that would be let's not it's not so a love letter they please the they dragged the drag each other, other. no well, no so I here's mean, what happened i think mtn when he, when um Etel announced it mtn yeah. Congratulated them. And I'm like, oh, welcome to the welcome market. To the club.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Etel responds with another image, and they're like, oh, people have tried, we have come to take over. And I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, yes. be gracious, be gracious.
1: And
2: <laughs> <laughs> they really take over.
0: over.
1: What are you even taking yet? over?
2: oh sorry exactly <laughs> only to take over
1: <laughs>
0: like I'm what happened with people 5G? Are
1: using 5g phones uh, or have 5g sim cards. no but there are
2: some phones that uh that have the capability but how
1: many people, using many people are using those phones because i can tell you for free that my own phone doesn't, it doesn't support 5G. if you so ask everybody
0: in this office I can no, tell you that so they don't need five G for Do it it? we really need
2: five G I don't know.
1: I'm yeah, that's asking, another question that I think we've talked about it. Yes, yeah. I'm just it. But well,
2: it's really nice, at least. So the er- 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 er will be the third um yeah, I believe. telecom. Third yeah. yeah. MTN. Mafab. Mafab um, and um, um
3: yeah. Yes, like that's
2: really it's really it's really nice. So then it makes you wonder why the likes of Glow it's not like saying mm-hmm. like let mm-hmm. me let me join the club. I
0: think that was more a function of how the auction went because when they are doing the auction, I think all of them made a bid or something, and it was the people that were willing to pay the money oh, yeah. that, that was got. got fab. Yeah, that yeah. Was when because I know M T N Airtel I don't remember if etsalat tried to bid. I've been uh, nine mobile, sorry, sorry, oh Nigerian in me. <laughs> I don't remember if Nai mobile tried to beat, but I know that GLOW did, and yeah, it didn't work. Out, it didn't work out.
1: I mean, they may be able to get it in a few months or maybe in a few years. By next year, they may be, they may be the new guys. Uh, um, maybe the
2: need for it might have arise by then.
1: Yeah, probably a lot more people are. are I don't
0: to. know about that because okay, what are four uh, G? numbers looking like first of all what is 3g looking like
2: before we even come there to 5g this is where you assess so G. so
1: yeah a lot of places you can i mean this is nigeria so <laughs> a lot oh, well. of places where you can Oh,
2: uh, you just see it as a win depending
1: on who is claiming the win well if it, <laughs> if, it adds, if it adds some something significant to their bottom line in terms of maybe revenue numbers could be good well like i don't know they would they are the ones who have who own the business you can see their numbers better so if it gives them extra revenues like significant revenue that may be you know that would be a win for them but it could also be an investment into the future if if i'll use that to them Mm. so you will not get the wins of 5g for now because you're operating in nigeria and people still need to catch up to it, and I'm not even sure it's prevalent in other, well, I say more developed countries. I, I still don't think it's prevalent. So it's probably an investment. That, oh, fine, we have 5G yeah. now. We can offer it to customers who demand it, and hopefully, over the next few years, a lot more people will get it. So I'm assuming that the longer it takes, the more expensive the bid for the license. W- would get to maybe getting it now is a better option for you
2: also on the bottom line <coughs> i don't think i've seen um mtn's uh, report since yeah launching. that's one thing i'm curious about love to look at their report to see if there's any traces of impacts of 5g, 5G especially mm, license, because of know.
0: the strategy they used to enter the market because i think when they came in they said it's for the home they're, uh, they're going to the home so yeah. how is that helping them i've not i I think i've been i was seeing ads at that time radio jingles and all I that i think
1: i i still saw some i still listened to a radio ad a couple mm. weeks ago yeah they're still going days. on they're still going on
0: so like how is it translate i know it probably won't like show immediately but how is it translating like for them now
2: really good for their report to see if there is a correlation between because so it's really be nice to really know okay yes is this really yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, Nigerians now, may have money that we don't know. But then it's <laughs> um, just something to...
1: To just see. I mean, so, yes, we're saying maybe there's no need right now. But it could be that there are people who they are finding really good use cases for it. Yeah, and the, MTN is the jingles
3: I heard, they are advertising for um, gig workers, those who are working from home and use a lot, yeah, of, a lot internet, of internet, Internets, especially those that are working for people abroad and all of that so maybe that's their target market
2: yeah definitely i know Mm -hmm. someone that says doing over one terabyte
1: on mtn 5g no okay
2: of internet in a month
0: (laughs) so what just pops into my head is that okay so apart from the pricing let's take it let's let's take out the pricing of it now why should i use a starlink why should i use a 5g over an mtn 5g or any of them 5g over starlink
2: when it rains it pours <laughs> <laughs> yeah people say when it rains Starlink is like, really bad so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe that i don't know if no i don't think rain should affect um no, I 5G. 5g i don't know uh, so uh,
0: let me know uh, just, because i've noticed that every time it rains mtn all of them their network just becomes very weird. <sighs> we can't
1: even when the sun is shining well i don't think it's as
2: <laughs> no i don't think it's as bad as the rain and then it rains and then you go on twitter and you see sterling people <laughs> like but
1: then i mean you're asking why why m25g are not mm
2: price,
0: price. Uh, i said that's what i said apart from the price because uh, i know
1: that, that price you put apart <laughs> <laughs> that put was, it back uh, put it back please <laughs> <laughs> i think it's yeah, how much me. 50k right yeah
0: 50 50 K. K for 50k for 50 router.
1: and we have like 400k oh, t- 400 plus. dollars is it 100 dollars or
0: no i think they are charging in naira now so oh. i think it is about I'm not sure so don't quote me on this but i think it's like 200k now to get a route to get a starting mm. if it? it's
1: like everything so first yes first
0: installation let me and see if i can quickly see check
1: their website. Okay?
0: yeah because if it's
1: 200 k then for some people it may not really fine, may not yeah. be an issue because yeah. it's maybe four times the actual price but mm. if it's 50k uh, 400k and five <laughs> <5G> every day exactly
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah um i have i've not found the a price i've not found the price I well i it's think it's about 278
1: 200.
2: the price difference is still
1: that gap a is a lot still so still i'm still seeing right. last time on the website here yeah, hardware uh. cost three hundred and seventy-eight thousand. Thirty-eight thousand per month. So huh. a, a lot. The difference oh, is a lot. Thirty-eight
2: thousand per month. Yeah. How much is five G? I mean, MTN five G subscription. I don't,
0: know. I don't know. and I think, but and they too. don't have unlimited exactly. bundles, which is very
2: annoying. Ah, uh, wait, it's not unlimited. Yes, interesting.
0: They said that they are not doing unlimited bundles. People mm-hmm. should go and watch. because you go and watch and um, the you mm-hmm. Watch mm-hmm. interview I mm-hmm. had with Adia So you, would, you would get it. Yeah. So yeah, talking about MCN, um, you're hearing that in MCN Cameroon they are having really big um, issues. Yeah. That story is that story is just weird. It's very weird because apparently it's not even MCN that is in trouble. It is the fact that there's an, there's a Cameroonian um businessman, his name is Amadou Dampulu, and he's one that is taking a separate entity that has nothing to do do with with MTN MTN (laughs) to court that's like how did we get to that so
2: the entity that was taken to court does Mm. he have a relationship with MTN
0: so um, sort of
2: okay so
0: so um, the entity that was taken to court is First National Bank of South Africa and um, so there is a South African connection because MTN is South South African African, so mm. they are using that
1: that's the, reason.
0: that's the only that's the only and i'm like why <laughs> are you so petty <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> it's seriously it's causing a lot wow. of problems for mtn cameron because now they're considering layoffs. they're considering are cutting down yes because their funds have been funds. frozen since last year so it's not making business operating easy for yeah. them it's
2: not wise to say let's bring funds from another market to nah. fund it's
0: very uh, possible that they even freeze the money as it's coming <laughs> Well, yeah, all the best. MTN Cameroon. I hope that they're able to find a solution to their problem, even though I don't think it's going to come anytime soon. But I think what other stories are we we mentioning? Um, also, MTN again, they're accusing IHS stars of breaching an agreement. So there's something about them. Um, let me see if I can remember the story correctly now. So, MTN is a shareholder in ihs stars and uh now they want to increase their voting rights they currently have a 26 percent stake or something they want to increase their voting rights so they are trying to made a proposal to to the board and so i think on june 7th or something they're supposed to have ihs was supposed to have their agm and the proposal was supposed to be presented and they're to present the proposal <laughs> So MTN is like, uh-uh, what's happening? Why are people trying to spoil our market? So they're calling for an extraordinary general meeting to discuss the proposal. So that's basically what's happening. That, um, I wish them the best. I don't know how that is going to work because the way... It, so, fun fact, IHS actually owns 5,701 towers owned by MTN. They paid cash, cool cash for that. Mm. I think about...
2: Wait, those 5,000 is across all their markets...
0: I don't like. I don't. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure, but they own five thousand seven hundred and one shares. So, I want to see how that dynamic is going to work with the.
2: Uh, well, then, for the fact that they have twenty over twenty percent stake in twenty six percent, that's likely going to make them one of the uh major mm-hmm. or shareholders. So yeah, at least that definitely. That that might also be the reason why they are um making demands for increase
0: they said they have been discussing for like months even before okay not even months before because ihs ipo'd in 2021 so even before the ipo they have been trying to get them to To get them to do all of that anything work out so I hope them all the best. I hope it works out for them. And I think one of the last mentions we have is Google for Startups has awarded 4 million dollars to 25 African companies for a third Black Founders fund court. Um I think um which countries are on the court? I think um, So
1: it's uh, it's across Africa. Yeah. Yeah, Nigerian companies can I think Nigeria has the highest number about 20. Kenya um I think there's stands in there stands and yeah, so but there is not just one, it's not just one country that is there, and um I think about 72 percent of the cohort is female. That's yeah, yes,
0: <laughs> that's nice.
1: But well, what I noticed yeah. is that the number of startups reduced. Yeah, it reduced
0: from last year's.
1: Last year to this year, I think. Oh, so they are following YC's. It's the same yes. amount. They are giving them the same. No, no, no. So no. I mean, the
2: no- you said number of startups. Yes. yes. YC also reduced the number of startups.
0: But yeah. it's the same amount that they are sharing across. They even
1: increased it. Before it used to be 50K. Now they are giving mm. them up to 150. In addition to the Google credits. No, but
2: it's not, is it all money or it's part of the there's support? There's 200k source.
1: for Google credits and a few other things. Then I think they get up to 150k that is equity free. Oh,
3: okay. So the numbers are Nigerian grantees 10, Kenyan 5, South African 3, um, Egypt, Ghana 2, Uganda 2, Cote d'Ivoire 1, Rwanda 1, and Senegal 1.
1: Okay. So Which how many startups in total?
3: Uh, I think twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. Yeah, twenty-five. Then what they get, what they get is four million in funding and support to help them expand their operations. Then up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in on non-dilutive cash awards, and up to two hundred thousand dollars in Google Cloud credits, advertising support, one-on-one mentoring from industry experts, and.
0: Invaluable co- connections within Google's network, basically. Well, congratulations to all of them. I hope they That's use everything. System. Yeah, well, yeah, so yeah, um, Nika, yeah. you have a report for us. <laughs> <laughs> you should actually be playing like a victory dance kind of thing right now. <laughs> why? Yeah, so i
2: this, this mic, will not, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um first uh new website is up and running yes since monday yes yeah, since monday Though i just subtly change uh change the the link on uh social media i think yesterday or two days ago mm. yeah well uh the big one is the report that we've been working on since last year is finally out, out. i was there a couple of episodes for a couple of episodes sharing yeah, figures yeah. from the report mm-hmm. yes so yes it's finally out and yeah, you guys check in out those episodes with um with money Point. um yes so the report is finally out like stuff you want to know about the nigerian financial service space it's basically there uh um the regulatory uh, authorities the frameworks policies um insight from industry stakeholders mm-hmm. like just so
0: we, we are coming get reports just go to the website yeah just go
2: to interpoint.co
0: keep that in your head interpoint.co, interpoint.co.
2: and you get that and every other reports that we've released so you have the fifa world cup reports you have the african Startup funding report for 2022 and a whole lot of other ones that can access
0: Yes, and my I is to also subscribe to Incas newsletter. He does not disturb every <laughs> Monday, yeah, right?
2: It's just, yes, every Monday, just once a week. Yeah. Uh, but this week, I sent two actually. One yeah. on Monday and then one yesterday to announce. Uh, because all you do is we we'll give people that are subscribers early access to, to our report. So yes,
0: yeah, so subscribe to Incas newsletter. And on the subject of newsletters, we have um, Fintech Today, we have The Workaholic. So. And we also have our flagship newsletter, Tech Point Digest. You can subject subscribe to all of that. We will put a link in the description for you to subscribe. And I think that's basically it. Is there anything we forgot to mention
1: today? No, yeah you can get it online. Sorry, if you are an audio.
0: Oh yes, yeah. so yes. Thank you everyone for staying up until this point. I don't know how many minutes we spent so far, but we are very sorry. We you know we promised that would make the podcast shorter, but. We are still working on it, so we continue yeah, yeah. to work on it. And um as you can see, we are in the new setting. I think I forgot to mention that at the end, I'll be at the beginning. Yes. And your new, the new setting. setting,
1: so yeah, Dispensation.
0: Just, tell us <laughs> what you think about the new setting in the comments. And Chingo's dream, do you want to do the honors? Tell us where we'll find. Podcast.
1: Sadly, is not here to do that (laughs) shit that he does. So there's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I Stitcher, and everywhere else you get a podcast.
0: Yes, and don't forget to like and subscribe to this video on YouTube.
2: And also comment. Intelpoint.co please. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.